university. Ignorant, we gon' bring that racket like it's Wimbledon. Discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JB be in charge, EG set the bar. Be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted. Words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Uh, carry that torch, heat up the game. Ain't nobody got that flame. Different, different. Man, this intro different. Man, this intro ignorant. Yo, 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 what's good, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? We are back with another, another episode of the one and only D180 University podcast. I am here with my friends who are slightly more happy for me because they saw my nervous breakdown and they said I survived and did a great job to get through it. Turk just laughed the whole time because that's all he could do while I was doing it. Wow. I am not this evil individual that you're just making me to seem. I am not this at all. Yeah, 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 dark side. That's exactly what you are. Well, I guess we'll go with the intros for the day. Turk. What's good? Hey, what's good with y'all boys, man? You know what I'm saying? Happy to be back with the Ignis Squad. You know what I'm saying? Your boy got a new avenue on Twitter and Instagram, by the way. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, whoever made that tweet on the Ignis page, when I find out who you are, I'm going I'm to I'm kill ain't you. Gonna, ain't going to do a I'll, damn Ain't going to do a damn thing. I'm going to find you. Ain't going to do a damn thing, boy. I'm going to find you, and I'm going to kill you. That's exactly what I'm going to do. But on the series, though, man. Burner account anymore. Listen, so I had a I had a little Abby from 2017, you know what I'm saying? It was not a burning account Abby. But look, we, we, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to be back with the boys. We're gonna have a good episode, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna get it. We're gonna we're gonna go to work, you know what I'm saying? Go check out the Abby, by the way. Hey, fit was clean. Fit was clean, bro. Fam, go check it fam, fam, bro. <laughs> Whole thought in there, fit boy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop that. Whatever, whatever. Coop, what's up? What's your boy? What's up? What's up? It's your boy B Coop, aka Jet underscore affiliated, back again for another week. Um, everybody stay hydrated. You know what I mean? Out here in these streets, even though it's getting cold outside, you still gotta stay hydrated, trust me. And uh, you know, so we about to talk this mess, because uh, I got a lot to say out here. Um did I do the I gotta do this week's take my pads off award. I gotta do I gotta do this week's take my pads off award as well. So can we get a up. drum roll for the take my pads off award, please? Oh man, oh man. This week's take my pads off award goes to none other than America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. And the and the bad part about it is they will still probably go to the playoffs and host the home playoff game. I mean, number one, Kyler Murray arguably never lost in the Cowboy Stadium. I don't think he's hold ever on. lost a game there. He he hasn't. But hold on. If we're being clear, this should show you how bad the Cowboys were yesterday. Kyler Murray didn't play good. He didn't. He scored three touchdowns, though, but he didn't play that good. But it's just the big plays. It's, it, and then this is the worst part. Zeke, we got video of you. You in uptown, be bellum in bellum, brother. Then you go out on on Monday night, fumble twice in the first two, half, two back to back possessions. Bam! Hey, then, guess what they did this morning? 
the Dallas Cowboys gonna blame the coaches and said they mm. were prepared for the game. Man, yeah, man. Okay, let's 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 let's. Okay, if you, we're, we're preparing for the Arizona Cardinals, right? Okay, we all know Cliff King Kingsbury offense. We finna spread. We finna throw this ball, right? We've seen Kyler Murray play since he was yay high, and he's still yay high. We pretty much know Kyler Murray's been running the same offense since he was in the tenth grade. <laughs> like, like what? You mean to tell me you weren't prepared? Mm. What? Hey. And then you blame the coaches? But we see you in deep Ellum. Hey, I'm good. They got to take my pads off. And the, and the sad part is they're the best team in their division because two teams are flat out tanking. Like, if you, once Saquon tore that ACL, he was done. And once they gave up on Dwayne Haskins and put a dude in with one leg, they said it's over. The Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, Carson Wentz, they're really just playing out Carson Wentz's contract because they owe this man a lot of damn money. You can't trade away that contract. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but good God, just watching this every week. Ass. Cheeks. Hey. Bro. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say this. off awards. Hey, all I'm gonna say is, man, it's time for you Dallas fans to start just start accepting reality, bro. Y'all please, just ain't please. Yeah, y'all, Dallas like, bro, Cowboy yeah. fans, take my jersey off. Please. Yeah, here's a here's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh prayers for Dak, you know, that Dak gets actually actually gets back healthy. You know what I'm saying? Dude was actually balling this season, not having a pretty good season. But bro, the Dallas just ain't it, bro. The Cowboys just not ain't it. it, bro. They just not it, bro. Like they they always have a talented team. It's either it's the coaching. It's Dak's fault. It's Jerry Jones's fault. Maybe the organization just ain't that good. Maybe it's, it's, maybe it's, it's just, everybody maybe it's just else. the case. Can, can we just agree that maybe back then they just got a good draft pick of players and Jimmy Johnson was that guy? Like, it, like oh. at some point, we just got to throw that out there and be like, you had a lucky run. Hold on. We're not going to call their their run lucky because Jimmy Johnson is one of the greatest coaches ever. Jimmy I Johnson... Know, I'm saying their organization is lucky for having that era of football. And, yeah, and you, you know, have people who it, it's 2020, dog. And you know Bro, who we ruined got... you know who ruined that run? Jerry Jones, who got rid of got rid of Jimmy for ego reasons, not for nothing football related. Because how how you fire a coach who won you two Super Bowls? How you fire him? That's like the that's like the Steelers wanting to fire Bill Cowher. No, Bill Cowher was going to leave when Bill Cowher was was ready to leave. That's yes. like the Spurs firing Pop. You can't fire Pop. Pop got to decide when he wants to go yes. because he's done your franchise nothing but good. But it's, Cowboys going to Cowboy. It's crazy, man. It's, it's just that I'm just getting sick and tired of sitting here watching this. I, 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 you look like a JV team out there playing against Duncanville High School. Like you, I, what what it, you're outside, you're in deep Ellum, you don't care, you're blaming the coaches. You're in every damn commercial we see on on TV, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I honestly I mean, don't. I mean, I, if we don't talk about commercials on every time you turn on the TV, we got to get on Baker Mayfield because there's no way he should have all of these who who has live sports or or. Uh, the Heisman house? Who keeps letting him talk about the Heisman house? Why is Kyler Murray not the star of the, co- here, of the Heisman here's, house? Here's what, here's what messed them up, right? When 
He was the most marketable quarterback in that draft. Yes. But he's nowhere near Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen's game. No. Like, if you're looking at that draft, it's Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Only reason I'm going to say Baker Mayfield is because we haven't, we don't have enough game film on Josh Rosen, number one. And number two, Sam Darnold is just, oh my God. That man is a da- shithole. I'm just going to say that the Jets are trash, bro. See, that's the, that's the hard part about <laughs> Sam Darnold. That's just fucking garbage. We can't even for, a number, for another quarterback, number one. Bro, and you're going to have the same man. issues. Bro, you can't even evaluate Sam Darnold correctly. Because their whole franchise is so ass, what do they give him to work with? No one has gotten the short, shorter end of the stick than Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen didn't get no time anywhere to even plead his case. He got one, he got three quarters of a year with a trash Arizona team that literally no one could have made good. He got booted out of Miami after five starts. And now he's a he's essentially a journeyman. Without having played a full season to be bad, I'm gonna be 100 honest. If you're the Minnesota Vikings, sign his ass. What do you have to lose at this point? <laughs> yeah, because uh, we see old boy Kirk Cousins ain't doing none. <laughs> if you can get rid of that contract they gave him a max deal, it's hard. Fam, you extend this man three more years and give him 30 million dollars a year. Yeah, so basically the Jets. Where to begin and where to end. You got your quarterback wrong. Completely wrong. I don't know who was doing the evaluation on Sam Darnold. I don't know what y'all saw. I honestly don't understand how Lamar Jackson wasn't the number one overall pick in that draft. Like because he's a black quarterback, he went you, to Louisville and that. But you but you 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 gotta be kidding me. Like, okay, so you're the Jets, right? You trade Jamal Adams, cool. Okay. Uh CJ Mosley opts out of the season, cool. You trade Leonard Williams. Okay, cool. Offensive wise, uh, you, you trade, you let, you let Robbie Anderson go to free agency. Okay, who was your, who was your number one receiver? No, number one receiver, Eden. He, Robbie, Robbie Anderson is one of my new favorite receivers, bro. I like the way he plays. And then like, Le'Veon Bell, that whole situation, you shouldn't have got into that situation to begin with. Le'Veon from, was from not taking you seriously. Le'Veon just wanted y'all to give him that guaranteed money, and then he dipped to a Super Bowl team. Right. Yep. So now you literally just have Sam Darnold. But if you tank, you get Trevor Lawrence. You have the same exact issue. It doesn't who's get any pre- better. Who's protecting? You have, you have who, no who back, nobody protecting. No targets. You, you have Jamison Crowder, but his hamstring is hurt every other week. And your defense. Okay, C.J. Mosley comes back. Okay, like you don't have Jamal Adams like back in here. You don't have Leonard. Williams in the front of you taking them double teams. So, I mean, that whole Jets organization stopped, bro. Like, there has to be something in the NFL to, like, bro, y'all can't just keep wasting seasons because it's getting uncompetitive at this point, bro. Like, bro, they got to relocate. They got to relocate. They got to go to Maine. They got to be the Maine Jets. Like, they they disrespecting a great city like New York, rat-fested in city. Yes, I said it for you Northeasterners. Come at me. But I, the point I, is, I ain't going to lie, hell – Give Oklahoma City a damn NFL team or something. Man, I'm tired of this, bro. Like, I don't okay, no, so I, have a, I, have a, I have a question, man. So, how long have the Jets just been a horrible franchise? Like, how long have they just been it's, like a it's bad the franchise? butt fumble? The butt fumble. It the was butt the fumble, butt fumble really killed it. 
Because the Jets, the Jets over the last decade, they haven't been horrible. They've been great. They've been decent. But Mark Sanchez got, led them to two AFC championship games. He did. He lost both of them. But, hey, you got there. There's a lot of quarterbacks who never get there. Kenfo Kirk. There, there's a few quarterbacks who never got did, – did Dan Marino play in the Super Bowl? Let me see. Let me look that up. I don't, I don't think Dan Marino ever played in a Super Bowl. I know he never won one. Yeah, Dan Marino, um, he played in one Super Bowl. He uh, played he in you. one Super He lost to the 49ers in 1985. So he lost to Joe Montana. There, there's no shame in losing to Joe Montana. There's no shame in losing to Joe Montana and Jerry Rice in their prime. That, that, is, that is no shame. That, that no. is no shame. But and if, I, and if, we talk, if we want to talk about that, can, can we name any offensive player from those Dolphins teams not named Dan Marino? Because I don't think I can. Not a single one off the top of my head. Mm. Speaking of uh, Miami Dolphins, by the speaking of Miami Dolphins, by the way, shout out to Tua for becoming the starting quarterback now, being named the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Shout out. I'm, shout out. I'm calling bust. I never believed in Tua. Oh, Ever. Man, you smoking runs? Oh, first of oh. all, calm down. What? Tua played at Bama. Name the last Alabama quarterback to become a good to become a good pro. Alabama didn't start recruiting quarterbacks till they got Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts was just a great pro product. Everyone was confused when Philly drafted him in the second round. But it makes sense now. I mean, now because hey, the way Carson Wentz is playing, you couldn't do no worse. But here, here's what I say about Tua. He's for one, it's hard. For it's hard to catch a lefty's a left-handed guy's ball if you're not catching from him from for a regular a regular time. What people don't realize when you when a lefty throws the ball, it spins the opposite way, so it looks yeah. weird. It's it's actually really hard to catch if you're not used to it. And two, he played at Bama in the SEC. SEC DBs are not cover DBs. The best DBs who come from the SEC are pseudo linebackers who play center field. Because Jamal Adams, is he great in coverage? No. Is the Honey Badger, Honey Badger great in one-on-one coverage? No. He's a great and center field. And notice these deep, and notice people listening, these are both first team all pro DBs. Hold on. Hold on. At what point did I say they weren't good, but they're not great in coverage? Honey Badger, does he cover many people one-on-one? No, he roams the field. He plays center field just like Earl does for a majority of the time. Earl is a is a better cover is a better coverage safety than the Honey Badger. Yes, but he doesn't cover very often one on one. He's not great at it. The last great DB to play good one on one coverage from the SEC was Eric Berry. Bro, bro, Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson's a while ago. I'm not counting him. Him and Eric Berry got to be around the same age, but I, I understand your point. So my point is these big, bad SEC DBs don't do well against high-powered offenses. As we've seen, Trevor Lawrence picked them apart time and time again. Ohio State picks them apart because they're not good with high-octane offenses because they're the SEC doesn't throw the ball for the most part. LSU throws the ball now, but they've had one decent quarterback in the last decade. Before Joe Burrow, the last good quarterback LSU had was Jamarcus Russell. Hey, hey, shout out to my man Jamarcus Russell. He showed let, up to the press let, conference in a mink, baby. Yeah. 
Let that sink in. And then you had Dak. Dak was not a polished passer at Mississippi State. He no. did more with his legs. Florida kind of throws the ball, but the last good quarterback Florida had was Felipe Franks, and he dipped and went to Arkansas. Shout out to that man, Felipe Franks. Boy, that's old school, boy. <laughs> so let's, let's think about it. What SEC quarterback were throwing to a high-octane offense? Bama's offense has been very simple for the last tw- since Nick Saban got there. Run, run, play action, throw it deep to the monster, to the one monster receiver that you get every year. Okay, so it, with, with that said, I don't think Tua is going to be a bust because I think Tua has all the intangibles. He's here's, a little, here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Can Tua be a better Baker Mayfield? That that's the whole thing because he's on the smaller side. He's athletic. But not super athletic. He's gonna He's have more to athletic learn. than Baker, though. I don't know. That that's a toss up. Baker didn't have a, a severe hip injury. Bro, are, are you serious? Like, okay. First of all, Baker was playing seven on seven in the Big Twelve. Number one. Yeah. That doesn't then mean he big... was. Go ahead. He was getting smizzed in the play. Okay. Are you? I Jamal. Do not hold this man over this hip injury. That was not this man's fault. I'm not saying it's his fault, but the question is, can he get outside of the D end every now and again with that hip? Because he already wasn't – he wasn't as athletic as Jalen Hurts. Obviously, no. Jalen Hurts is a freak of nature. And what what is, what is Baker run? Around a 4'6", four, 4'7"? Four, what? We're looking these combine stats up, boy. Baker Mayfield runs a wait a minute. Baker Mayfield ran a four seven. What? That's pretty fast for Baker Mayfield. That's what I'm saying. Baker Mayfield would have ran a four eight one. A four eight one, and I don't imagine Tua is. If he is more, I don't imagine it's much more. I imagine he probably runs healthy, maybe a four seven six, four seven five. Not a whole lot. He ran a four. He ran a four nine. Tua wasn't healthy when he was at the combine. We oh, all knew that. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. They, no, they, Tua he, ran he, a four he, nine in high school. They see that that came from his uh, high school smart combine. He ran a four nine. He didn't run a he didn't run a forty at the combine or his pro day. Yeah, we all we all knew he was hurt then. We knew. Remember, they made a big deal about him limping in because he didn't look healthy. But you know what? That's just my two cents. On to a tug of Iloa. Hopefully, he proves me wrong because despite what people may think, I don't want anyone in the NFL to fail. Why would I want a kid? Why would I want a 22, 23 year old guy to fail? Like, that's just a horrible human being. Besides, we got other things to talk about and other humans failing because the NBA season is over. That does that didn't change a few of the question marks that we have. Mm-mm-mm. Coop, I have a question for you. Let's get it. What are y'all going to do about the Rondo situation? Because as we could cl- clearly see when the games got big, Rondo was a great guard, a great floor yeah. general to have out Bruh, there. Play, playoff Rondo is a thing. He I, is. I would say, I would say this. Um, we need to re-sign Rondo, but I know this is a business. Um, you know, remember we didn't have Avery Bradley down the stretch to play those def- those crucial defensive minutes. But, like I said, we need Rondo. We need to get him back. But if we don't get him, we got to get 
I gotta see the can free agents out there, man. Like, can you afford Chris Paul? Hell no. Because here's here's the thing: every NBA <laughs> roster you can you can afford for sure two max players. Which yes, Anthony Davis already said he's resigning. Everybody else gets paid their wage, right? So why would we get Chris Paul? That's more shots allocated to somebody else, yeah. and who's not healthy who's not going to be healthy. I, I just don't see why we should pay that man $40 million. We're going to have three max players on the team and the rest are going to be fill-ins who are going to be trash. Cause we got to cut everybody else. Coos would have to He's go. D work. Howard would have to go. Everybody would have to go. And it's like, okay, can we trust Anthony Davis to be healthy for a full season? Mm-hmm. Can we trust Chris Paul to be healthy for a full season? Because if all we have is Chris Paul, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, that's going to work. But ultimately, you don't want to end up paying out all this money and it end up being LeBron in the 2018 finals again. Man, I would say if I'm L.A., right, I don't agree with the Chris Paul situation. You don't sign Chris Paul, right? Because, like, at least for Rondo, Rondo is a serviceable point guard in the playoffs. He's a veteran point guard in the playoffs. He's one at the highest level. And he's going to run that offense well, right? And But here's the thing. You can convince Rondo to come off the bench, though. You know what I'm saying? Chris Paul ain't right. coming off the bench to come play with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's going to have to start. You know what I'm saying? So, especially especially after the year he had in OKC. Exactly. So, if I'm if I'm L.A., you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to work something out to keep Rondo. Because Rondo was a great veteran point guard to have in that series. You know, like I said, you can convince him to come off the bench. And he just knows how to run that offense. You know what I'm saying? He did a great job managing that offense as far as in the playoff run. So, if I'm L.A., man, you know, I'm, I'm working out a deal to keep him. But, again, like Coop said, it's a business. You know what I'm saying? So, I wouldn't be shocked if he took a better deal somewhere else. But if I'm yeah. L.A., I'm trying to keep Rondo. You know what I'm saying? That's something – that's a crucial player you need. And you know what What we're all overlooking from Rondo or any veteran point guard – well, any veteran guy who plays defense, I could see the frustration in Tyler Heroes or uh, Duncan Robinson's face anytime Rondo matched up with them because they were young rookies with a veteran savvy defender who just mentally knows more basketball than them. Yeah. Tyler Heroes is a a damn good scorer in this league. But when he went up against an OG who knows this game, he was basically ineffective for the most part. Yeah. And and yeah, I think Tyler Hero isn't that he isn't like a De'Aaron Fox, right? So you're not he's not finna just outrun Rondo yeah. for 48 no, minutes. He, he's so, not. Like, so he he had to he had to take that defensive pressure. Yeah. Because Rondo knows yeah. how to get off them screens. He knows where his going ball is gonna go. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, a lot of us, well not you guys, but I think a lot of people seem to forget that Rondo was one was one was arguably one of the best point guards in the league. You know what I'm saying? When he was when he was playing with the Boston Celtics. I agree. I agree. So obviously him playing at the high level, he's had experience to get some great guards. So obviously Jamal, like you said, going against Tyler Hero and players like Duncan Robinson, Rondo has played against such great competition. He's played against such high level competition. He knows how to handle players like that. And like you said, he's savvy, he's physical, he has a high IQ for the game, and he knows how to get him out, get him off their track. You know what I'm saying? So again, hey Coop, if I'm y'all, I'm trying to work out a deal, man, but it's a business aspect of it, though, it's, man. It's a business. Plus, if you look at Rondo, it's like Rondo's that type of dude where, like, I've completed everything, right? So I won a title with the Celtics. Um, you you run a title with the two most historic franchises. Like, 
and you you got you know saying you were like damn I finally got to play with LeBron James and win a title so now you know it's 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 go wherever you need to go I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up like I I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up at the Clippers or something you know what I'm saying because the Clippers yep. are probably gonna do like a complete overhaul which they need to. Hey, we, we'll see because the, the, the Clippers have a lot of question marks right now. And yeah. it's not like they're untalented. They're just not well put together. Like, it's a it's a bunch of dudes who go out there and can make shots for themselves, but there's no one to set anyone else up. Like, Kawhi is a, he's an okay passer, but Kawhi ain't no point guard. Kawhi doesn't run an offense. Kawhi just plays in his cold. Man. He, he gets the – he can put the ball in the basket, but it doesn't make anyone else around him better. He's hey. not a force multiplier like LeBron is. If if I no. if I'm the clip if I'm the Clippers, this is what I'm gonna do. If I'm the Clippers, you know what I'm saying? I think you made a good move by getting rid of Doc Rivers. Cause pe- pe- Cause people we know seem you to hate get, him. No, I don't hate Doc <laughs> Rivers, but Doc Rivers is not a coach that's gonna win at the highest level unless he has hands down the best talent. He's not an X's and O guy, you know what I'm saying? He's not good at making adjustments, you know what I'm saying? So if he has the best talent, as we saw in that Boston series, he will win. But in a situation where he doesn't have the most talent, he has to become a coach. He's not going to do that well. But I think, you know what I'm saying, you got rid of Doc Rivers. Okay, that's cool. You, you signed Tyron Luke. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to work out. Uh, you got to get a better defensive big. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying, free agencies for bigs probably won't open up until probably the next year or two. And, man. Is the White, How- is the White Howard available this year? Is he? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, Dwight Howard is, but at the same time, you need a younger big, right? Because there's yeah, no Dwight, Dwight Howard's Howard. not. He's only going to give you 20, 20 minutes max. And if Anthony Davis is playing 35, 40 minutes in that playoff game. Yeah, Dwight wouldn't do uh, well guarding someone like AD. And, no, and, no. and then, bro, bro, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it, bro. You got you to get go. rid of Puck. You got to get rid of Paul George. Either. You're stuck with him till 2026. Hey, you hey, traded bro. everything, bro. Hey, hey, this this is what you do. This is what you do. Either you can somehow, grace the guy, somehow you find a better second option because Paul George is not a great, he's not a great option in the playoffs. I don't care how many buckets you get in the regular season. I don't give a crap about what you do in the regular season. This man does not come through in the playoffs. He gets paid all this money. Oh, no, 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 because here's Still the thing, bro. Because like, here's the thing, bro. Like, here's the thing, bro. Like, he's not a great – he doesn't show up in the playoffs, bro. So, you need to get someone who's a better scoring option than him so he can be that third option. Or you got to trade this dude, bro. Because, like, you, you can't win with him, bro. bro so, you have to trade You have to trade him and at least try to get half of the assets you got for exactly. him. Because if, you're, you're, there's no way you're going to get off. I, if I trade him, I got to get as many first round picks as I can. Because the thing is, you have exactly. no draft picks till 2026, bro. Facts. You got to get stuck with that roster for five years. Of, of those, of those four, four or five picks you gave up, you got to try to get three. You you have to try to get three because you you have to get some new blood in there, especially with a new coach. This situation is setting yourselves up for failure, and then you have as Ty Lue as the new coach. You got to discuss the elephant in the room, Kawhi. You have to play on more than twice a week basis. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. But what I the understand. bubble showed is, bro, you can play every day. So, so it's, it's it's not a you just don't feel like doing nothing. 
okay, that don't feel like doing shit is the reason why LeBron is holding his fourth trophy and you at home. That I don't feel, I don't feel, okay, cool. You don't win. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of that low management stuff either, man. Cause like especially when you think of players like Kobe and Jordan, that stuff wasn't heard of. You know what I'm saying? Like if they if they had if they had to sit out, it was for legitimate reasons. It wasn't because, I, oh, I'm just too tired, I don't feel like playing. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I'm with you. I don't like the load management if for one your body isn't calling for it or your age isn't calling for it. Like the Spurs would do it, but Timmy D, Manu, and TP were old at that point. Like they they knew they knew they could coast until playoff time and TP and Manu and Timmy, they were ready. But but here's the thing, the Clippers, you ain't one shit. You ain't one done shit. And the thing is, the only person who deserves low management in this league is LeBron. If LeBron says, I don't feel like playing today, God damn it, he don't feel like playing. But he don't yeah. do that. And a lot of and us forget Le- LeBron's in year 17 as well. Year 17, exactly. still playing all them games. Still playing all them games. So if he can do it, these other athletes can do it as well. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, bro. It's, it's, and LeBron is doing it at, what, 280 pounds? Come on, Kawhi, if you're like 215, 220, you're not putting as nearly as much sure. pressure or joint. You're not taking as many hits during the game as LeBron is. Like, come on, G, man. And, yeah. then, and then you lose, and then you talk about, well, we ain't been together that long. It's you're so the reason bad. you haven't been together. Yeah, yeah. man. And then uh, you can't have Patrick Beverly's one of your better players on your team too, bro. Look, I, I I I like the tough guy personnel. He plays his butt off. He plays hard. But bro, when it comes to crunch time, bro, you gotta be able to put the ball in the bucket, G. He, he can't do that. You know what I'm saying? That's so what, that's what I mean about the Clippers. They're a bunch of bucket getters not anyone who wants to help you get the bucket lou will is is alan iverson personified he's he's the set he's the closest thing you're gonna get without calling him great value because i'm trying not to disrespect lou will because he is a great spark plug but he's not a point guard he just is a point guard on paper sometimes and then Kawhi doesn't help anybody pg doesn't help anybody you don't have anyone on your team who's a legit passer nobody so no, you're not yeah. running an offense you're running an la fitness offense it's whose turn is it to who got the ball last oh he scored last so i guess it's my turn they're not running a real offense and against the better teams when you, when they're fresh out of a timeout and you want to end a run you got to run a set you have to run a real offense and yeah. no, there's no one to initiate it. so fam facts so i'll say this the whole X factor of the situation will be completely different despite the blemishes they have within their organization and their roster. The whole situation will be different if Paul George was supposed to be what he was supposed to be. It'd be a whole completely different situation, bro. If Paul George was just slightly above average, we could have a completely different title conversation. If If Paul George could give you 16... We would have a completely different conversation, but it's the fact he will give you next to nothing and you're paid all this money and they gave up all these assets for you and you have all the intangibles to be a star. You're 6'9", you're athletic, you shoot the ball decently well, you can handle the ball pretty well, you you can play defense against just about anybody when you have your mind right, except Damian Lillard who stole your manhood, but that's a different story. 
but he doesn't produce. Something is wrong with him. Something's not right with him in his mind, in his mental. And until he gets over that, physically, he's not going to be able to produce. Plain and simple with the Clippers is everybody just has to do better. There's no excuse y'all should have lost to the Nuggets. Like, literally, if you kept the same exact team, everybody, y'all just got to do better. Like, there's, there's, there's no Calvary. There's no one coming to save you. You had your chance to get a skill big. No, you wanted Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. That's what you wanted. Do better. It is. Do better. Like, hey, that, that, that's how this. That's how the segment has to go. If you want to win, do better. Do because better. if you don't do better, things get real scary. Just like these movies we're gonna get into. Because it's Halloween. It's spooky season, and. I love movies. We all know that. I have a DVD collection. But scary movies are really what we're talking about. Coop, we know what Coop's favorite scary movie is because he talks about it all the time. Because mm, it's all in your mind. Hey, man, look. It it was hilarious, right? It really was. It was really like, funny. It was good. But if I'm, if I'm going to do like on a serious note, like a scary movie, it got to be The Conjuring, bro. The Conjuring was yes. good. The, con- the first Conjuring was. was good. I'm not going to lie. I actually saw Six Flags Mall, set up to Tinseltown back in the day, and, and it was it was scary. It had all the parts and, like, everything. I think that was the first time I actually got into those, like, exorcism-like type of movies. Because, like, when they started coming out, I was like, I was like, nah, like, ain't my style. But when I first saw the Conjuring, I was like, I like the way it was filmed and all that stuff, camera angles. Conjuring is dope. And another scary movie, Jeepers Creepers 2, because I was a kid when I saw that monster, and that thing peeked its head through the school bus. Good God. Hey, Coop, before we get too deep into, into Jeepers Creepers, I want to I tell the people, so back in high school, we get, there was a big group of us that went to go see The Conjurer. It was like eight of us. Yeah, and my dumbass dumb decided to sit next to Coop, and Coop got scared at one scene and almost bowed me out of existence. Dude, the first time Loki was scary. Coop almost elbowed me through my chest. Keep in mind, this is sophomore year of high school for me. Maybe I think I was a freshman and they were sophomores. So I'm I'm like 175 pounds and Coop is a solid 220, 215 maybe. And when I tell you this man tried to demolish me, I'm glad I saw it coming because if I didn't move out the way, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. My chest would have caved in. Hey, man. Eat your I shouldn't have to to watch a horror movie, Coop. Tried to kill me. Mm, mm, mm. If you knew better, you do better. Man, so as far as scary movies, right? So I'm a I'm a name two. I'm a name two. So this is a real old school movie. So uh the poltergeist. Or oh, is it poltergeist? How do you say it? poltergeist or how do you say it? Poltergeist. Yes. Poltergeist. The old school version old school version. Scary. Scary as heck. Scary. It, that, that, that was smooth. It had, it had real good cinematography for the time it came scary, out. Scary, scary. All them that. little, all them little old school man, all them little old school scary movies. I do not mess with that stuff, bro. I, I, I don't mess with it. It was good, but nah. And then now nah, the poltergeist was was scary. I gotta say that one. Scary, scary, scary as heck, bro. No, 
Boy, nah. came out in 82. Came out in 1982, bro. Never, never again. Never again. Also, bro, I, the, I, I, have a, I have a few, because I'm not real big on scary movies, because a lot of them, they spend so much time trying to be scary, they forget to be good. So one of my favorites is the original Child's Play. Oh, Chucky. Chucky. Bro, because the thing... The thing about it is Child's Play isn't even scary to me. It's like a thriller comedy because, bruh, he's a doll. He he has a few supernatural powers, but, bruh, at the end of the day, he's still a doll. Put him in a cage and light him and on fire. Jamal, have you learned nothing? Have you bruh. learned nothing? All right. So here, here's what you have to do. So with Chucky, you you can't destroy the body completely because then his soul can get out. What you have to exactly. do, you have to, you have to immobilize him just enough. So what I would do, I would cut off his limbs and put him in a cage and throw that cage in the bottom of a lake. So he's not right. technically dead. He's just there. How are you going to get out? All right. Get out? When Chucky pull up on you in H-Town and he hit you with a two-piece and knock you out, it's going to be a whole different Chucky, story. Chucky is 36 inches tall. If I can't if I can't take him, then I deserve to go. Fam, I the biggest and go. most trained operatives have taken mean L's to Chucky, bro. Hey, look, we we gonna see. I ain't buy that sword for nothing. Bro, you know what else was a good horror movie, bro? The first saw. The ending was crazy. Bro, Thanks. the fact that they right. made eight saws is unreal. How many and games? All of, and all of them, all of them were good. All of them were good. They're all like the exact to, same. Do you want to play a game? No. Would you like to, would you like to play a game? But here's the interesting no. part. The interesting part is how he picks these people, right? And what these people did to end up do what these people did to end up in this position, right? So he was like, yeah. "Yo, you did. You molested children. Like you did." And like, remember that one lady? She um. She accidentally killed her baby and blamed it on her husband. Yeah. And that's how she ended up in there. I said, oh, Lord. Hey, man. You reap what you sow. So reap this. Bro, this is this is a lot of topic. You made the parody version of that in a scary movie when Shaq had to hit the free throw. <laughs> they was in the that that scene, was bro. scary. That was scary movie before. <laughs> it, was him, it was him and Dr. Phil. Yeah, man, Shaq had to hit the free throw. Bro, and then when they went back in there at the, at the end of the movie, they were like, Sydney, they killed a dinosaur in here. And it was Shaq's bone. I'm like, damn. If I saw Shaq's, Shaq's leg femur bone, I'd probably think it was a dinosaur too. Fact that they'll hey, shout out to shout out to Brenda for making the scary movies. She did. Bro, you know, you know what I'm still confused about to this day? How how Michael Myers still kill people? He walks. Damn, but this is this was the thing. You, you always fast, fall. You always gonna fall, bro. You're oh. going to fall. Bro, the crazy you gotta thing think about, about it, bro. You scared that he's gonna catch up to you. Bro, the crazy thing about him is, bro, you know what his superpower is? Willpower. He has no powers, no supernatural. He just screwed up in the head, and he's so mentally tough that no matter what you do, he refuses to die. Okay, but but here's the thing. We got to talk about these scary movies, bro. And, like, look, bro, I understand when you're scared. Sometimes you just don't think, bro. 
But why is it in every scary movie the person is running and they trip and they just stare and every never get every back time. up and run, bro? They just stare every time. They 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 fall down either they Coop, either they mysteriously break their ankle or they they land on something that goes inside their foot. Or they you, just you know, sit back and stare, bro. You know what's crazy is I never want to be in that position to find out. I don't. Like, that's one of those things where I'm better off keeping my mouth closed and not finding out. But you you know what? Y'all heard it here first. This is what I want to do. I want to make a movie called Being Black in a Horror Movie. And I haven't decided to call it. Trey Songs. I don't, I don't know if I want to make it a parody or a real horror movie, but I'm just gonna be. We're gonna break the fourth wall. We're gonna we're gonna have some Say by the Bells, Zach Morris moments. Be like, pause, black people. You know how we would really handle this moment. We would get out of there. That's what I. You trying to, so basically you trying to say what black people will actually do? I think that's a good. Yeah. Movie. All right. Then Jamal go. Then Jamal gonna begin chasing. Gonna trip and fall and just be staring because he's gonna be so scared. And then I'm gonna be like, pause. Okay. Now let's think about this. Jamal has has plenty of experience running away from people. And low-key, this person isn't even that fast. What should Jamal do? A, get his ass up. B, get his ass up. C, get his ass up. Or B, get the uh, fuck out of it. But, but here's the thing, bro. There's just so many things that go wrong in the horror movie. They'll get inside the car. Someone will forget the keys. They'll find the phone, but the reception ain't working. It's always somebody cut somebody cut the wire line. The wire line, bro. Somebody cut the wire line. The only wire line is cutting shit. A squirrel chewed through the wire line. (laughs) Oh, 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 or (laughs) hey, hey, or they're walking. Wait a minute, bro. Hey, where'd y'all go? Man, guys, this ain't funny. Like, wait a minute. Y'all was just walking with each other. How do you get lost, bro? How does somebody automatically separate from the group, bro? And you know what? This is where the black people in the movie were like, well. Guess he's gone. We're gonna keep going without him because you don't go back and look. Hey yeah, man, yeah, bro. It's always that one guy. Hey man, y'all hear that noise, bro? Hey, let's go check nope. it out. So you're gonna go towards the noise. Wow. I'll be like, do I do I look like Scooby doing a mystery game? Nope. I'm going straight for I'm beelining for wherever it is we going, and I'm not dealing with it. To this day, when I see a house in the woods, I nah fam. Nope. Nope. Mm. Nah, the cabins, I can't do that, G. Nope. I, I refuse. I don't care how nice your house is. You you just asking for something to go wrong. And my name, I'm black. My name is Jamal. That's two strikes. And I'm in a horror movie. That's three strikes. I'm not going to be the first person. I will yeah, sacrifice man. somebody so I'm not first. All I know is I ain't getting snatched up. So I ain't putting myself in that situation. Turk, nope. you the biggest one. They're going to take you out first. No, no. Coop is the biggest one. Don't do that. Well, hey, man. Hey, man. Apparently, I'm not 6'3", so... Hey, man. I don't make the cut. I don't make the cut, my boy. I don't make the cut. Shots fired. I don't make the cut. Shots fired. See, now now, now we got to change the subject because you want to be petty. Now you want to be petty. I'm being petty. But it's something that even Turk can talk about because right now, we had a discussion on what we should talk about for the show, and we all came to an agreement. What was the most underrated game of our childhood that we wish we could come go back and still play today? Turk, what you got for me? Man, a real underrated game. 
Nintendo 64, Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis? Mario Tennis, yes. Heavily Coop, Coop, cool, cool. you know about this. Coop, you know it, about this. Mario Tennis, Mario Tennis was good. I would say Sega Tennis was better. Sega Tennis? Sega Tennis was way better. So wait a minute, was that the one where you could connect the port and you can put the characters on Sega to the Mario to the uh, to uh, Nintendo sixty four. No, no, no. So, so I had the Sega. I had the Sega one for my Xbox, right? So the Sega one had, of course, Sonic Knuckles and all them. Yeah. Doctor Eggman, all that stuff. Mario Tennis was good. I'm not gonna lie. Underrated. I feel like they pushed that as much as they did the the, the Mario Karts. It was just that the Mario Karts was way better. But right, Mario racing, Tennis was good. Racing has a wider demographic than tennis does. Yeah, but that was, I'm not going to lie, that Mario Tennis was good. Cool, what you got? I would have to go with, on Xbox, destroy all humans. Y'all got to look this up, back in the day. So basically, basically, it's this alien that just gets dropped off, right? And it's kind of like, he's the beginning of an alien invasion. It's almost like an invader Zim. It's almost invader Zim. So they drop him off and he has to go to school and fit in. But all hell just breaks loose. So you basically go around killing cows, killing humans, putting spells on people. It would destroy all humans. Ladies and gentlemen, play that game before you die. It was so basically Grand Theft Auto with an alien. Essentially, yeah. I, I remember Destroy All Humans. I never did get to play it because I didn't have the original Xbox. Coop, Coop was weird. Coop was the only kid on the block who never had a PlayStation. He was always an Xbox guy. No, no, I had a PlayStation too. Hurried up and got rid of it because I was over at Elijah's house and we had played Fusion Frenzy. And I thought that was one of the greatest games of all time. So I was like, man, screw this. Plus, I didn't have to buy an extra memory card. And I was like, okay, well... I'm gonna just go ahead and get an Xbox. The original Xbox, man, that's crazy. Bro, original, the original man. Xbox, the 360 only existed because Halo was so good. The original we, Xbox had almost no exclusives that were worth it. Fusion Frenzy, bro, that's like three games. The PlayStation 2 blows the original Xbox out of the water, and you know it. I feel like a. The the uh the older Xbox try to cater more towards like their own like sports racing games and stuff like that, yeah. racing games like kind of stuff like that. That's kind of what they try to cater towards for, as far as exclusive. Because y'all remember that game called uh y'all remember that racing game called uh, I don't know if anybody remembers this. It's so old school. Uh, y'all remember that racing game called Juice? I don't know. Yes, if y'all I had Juice. Juice. I had Juice. Juice. Bro, because I remember it was a commercial where the dude was like. I lost one race. I lost everything in my garage. I said, dang, bro. Off of one race, G. But they was racing for pink slips. But see, the thing about Juiced was it was a better, it was a more urban version of Need for Speed. Facts. Yeah. Because a lot of times Need for Speed got way too technical. The further you moved up in the levels, I was like, dude, I'm not trying to customize all this stuff on this whip. I just want to just Put a turbo on this damn, on this damn Ferrari, and I'm just trying to go out there and win, fam. Because I'm just losing, I'm losing to this damn Mustang, and I have a Ferrari. So something's gotta, something's gotta be done. 
Hey, I got one more slept on racing games. Real what, slept what? on. SRS. Y'all remember SRS? Street Racing Syndicate. I, I think it, I it was, remember it, SRS, bro. SRS, bro. Listen, that game was a king of pink slips. I'm not going to lie. When I lost the pink slip race, I turned the game off, so it didn't count. <laughs> but Kirk was one bro. of them kids that threw the <laughs> controller at the TV, guys. No, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Chill out. I never did that. That's a lot of money and a lot of whoopings. A lot so, of ass beatings. A lot of beatings, hey, bro. Hey, fam. Hey, Jamal. Remember we used to go hard on Guitar Hero back in the day, son? Oh, bro, man. I, Coop was mad because if he didn't beat me in the in the first little battle we had, he knew once we go into OT, oh, I'm kicking his ass. He could no, never. No, because here was Jamal. Jamal had to... Cause me, I was still, I was still on the three. Jamal had knew knew how to knew how to use his uh, use the use his um his pinky. But when I mastered the pinky, Jamal knew how to shift down on the things. He's like, I, 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 I was like, bro, what is this? Guitar Hero, man, that's bro, crazy. Guitar Hero was so live. I remember bringing Guitar Hero to the Coop's house. And he was like, bro, this is not the same game. Like, bro, it's the same game. Oh, that's back when people were bringing systems to other people's houses, bro. Yes, bro. Bro, people were bringing their PlayStation 2s and the Nintendo GameCube. No, because everybody on the block had one. So, like, one person on the block had Def Jam. One person had NFL Street. One person had NBA Street. You know what I'm saying? So, it was like, shit, ain't no use of us buying all these damn games. Like, when we can, as a community, we can all play it. Exactly, group economics, damn it. That's when people used to go over people's houses and just play video games, man. I remember all those Smash Brothers tournaments. Always won. Always won. Always won. I'm just going to point it out. The last time we played Smash Bros, I had more wins. You did. You did. But I I was rushing. I'm I'm sure you were rushing too. But if we actually do get, if we do get back into playing consistently, I will win. If we go back playing consistently, me and Link handing out dubs like all right. oh, wait. I felt I I guys, you heard it here. You heard it here. The same. Look, anyone who wants smoke with me and Link can get smoke. We've been yes. at this since 2000. Me and Shout- Link been rolling. Me and Link been riding hard since the N64 on the original Smash Bros. So what's good? Hey, shout out to that boy Ike. He says he's the king of Super Smash Brothers. We shall see. We shall see about that. But speaking of of underrated, I have one that I know not enough people played, but they need to. Bully Scholarship Edition. I never played that game. Look, I still have it for the 360. I got Bully Scholarship Edition. Jamal, you know that summer we were playing that every damn day, bro. That shit was wrong. Well, for y'all who have never played Bully, Bully is like adolescent Grand Theft Auto. So, like, there are no guns, but your slingshot and your firecrackers are powerful. Damn, when I had that stu- that spud gun shooting the potatoes, bro. And it's, it's literally, if you could think, mix mix uh, Grand Theft Auto with American Pie type antics, that's oh, yeah. essentially what it is. Because we sneaking into the girls' dorm, we getting a Halloween costume, we take we fail in classes because we never went, and when we did, we always failed the assignments. Hey fam, it was one of them joints where uh, remember they had you dress up and you you was on the football team and you did a kick return. Oh my god, bro, bro, low like, key. he was low key raw, bro. 
he was low key fast. Like you, you wasn't. And unlike GTA, he never got he never got tired to where you couldn't sprint no more. Man, and the one thing I did like about that, like for a game to be like that, the story mode was so in depth. Like it was, so it was, it was smooth. It was smooth, man. So I, I liked it, man. Bully Scholarship Edition. Shout out to Rockstar Games for that one. That that is that is wow. Man. Hey, new 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 Xbox. Let, let's get that remastered. Let's get that out because uh, yeah, Bully Scholarship Edition. The people is what we deserve. Rockstar, holla at us if you need some voices and stuff. We do that. I will be we do in that. there. I will gladly participate in that. Gladly. Most definitely. I wonder how much you get paid for just doing voiceovers in video games. You get paid decent amount. Like if you can become a regular excuse me, if you can become a regular voice actor, like y'all y'all know the game God of War. Yeah. Yeah. Kratos, <laughs> baby. Kratos. You know who voices Kratos? Who? Overton from Overton Living Single. Does. He does. It's Overton from Living Single. Turk, we know you didn't watch that, but it is amazing that that's Overton. Hey, shout out to Overton, bro. He's still getting them royalty checks too. What? I can. I'm telling you, we we just need to get a Netflix series. Hey, we're entertaining. Let us let's get a Netflix series. Just get some people it, who can draw. Shoot, hey, I'll I'll do voices in Bo and Bo uh, Bojack Horseman. Shit, hell if I need facts, facts. Oh, Bojack Horseman, that is an underrated cartoon. Y'all got to check that out. It's not for kids though. Trust me, no, nothing we do is for kids at this point. But y'all, we've come to the end of another show. How's it feel? Man, it feels it feels good to finally get you know my take my pads off award off my chest. You know. Ah, Dallas Cowboys. If you knew better, you do better. But you're probably gonna make the playoffs. So, salute. That, that boy Zeke was in deep. Ellum getting his drink on. Boy, a bottle of blondes. Boy was getting his drink on. And Smooth had two fumbles. And he was, and he was getting his fumble on too. Mm-hmm. I actually had a really good sports weekend. Both of my teams had bye weeks. Mm-hmm. After you cried last week, Bruh, that man he, went on a rant. Coop, you don't get to talk about crying. I've seen what happened the last two years for you in the playoffs. You hush. Hey man, I we never. Have... Hey, I took it like a man and kept so, it G. So, uh, so, 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 guys, let me remind y'all something, right? So, when we originally recorded Jamal's rant, Jamal told me to put forty-five seconds on the clock. I said, I said, I'm sorry, I went over. <laughs> this man went now. My, now, mind you, the rant was good. The rant was good. It was funny to listen to. This man went on a rant for two minutes and twenty-five seconds. It was worth it. It was worth it. This man said, y'all better walk back to Austin. I said, oh, <laughs> oh, man. Good. And I hope they did, and I hope scholarships are gone. I hope I, I hope I see a high school JV team out there uh, this Saturday because they would get more effort than what I saw against OU. I'm getting mad just thinking about it again. Turk, final thoughts. Man, uh, man, like I said, man, you know what I'm saying? It was good to have another episode with you guys, man. Uh Guys, man, the, on a serious note, COVID cases are going back up. COVID cases are spiking up. Guys, we please go. wear your mask. Please stay safe. Please wear your mask. Please stay safety precautions, man. We already know the state of Texas, man. Governor probably ain't going to shut, shut us down again, man. But the cases are going up, so I do ask that y'all just take safety precautions. Guys, stay safe out there. Be productive. Put in that work, you know what I'm saying? And look forward to seeing y'all again next week.
Cool. Thoughts. Amen. Same thing. Amen. Everybody stay safe, man. COVID, uh, whether you believe in it or not, protect the person uh, next to you who might get affected. Um, also, um, everybody, Fat Boy season is coming up November 1st. November 1st through March 1st, Fat Boy season. Yes, we got the exclusive Fat Boy season hoodies. Actually, it's only exclusive because I'm the only person who owns one. Fat Boy season coming up, ladies and gentlemen. And it might get extended due to quarantine like it did last year. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, fellas, hide your hoodies. Fat boys, hide your plates. Protect yes. your plates. Wise, wise words from two very wise sometimes men. Hey, so wise words yeah. from an indecent man. You're indecent. You're indecent. Oh. Oh. Maybe mm. reflect on the times, boy. Jamal know the bar. Maybe reflect about the times when we was three fifths of them, but we we don't have to get in to to the cold. Just know, ladies and gentlemen, we're here for you. Keep stay safe. Don't do nothing stupid that we wouldn't do. Don't comment on the stupid things we've done. Uh, do do as I say, not as I do. That's beside the point. So, like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving. Wear a damn mask. Put on deodorant just because it's cold. Don't mean you don't stick. And, and lastly, I mean this. Lastly, tip your waitresses and watch TV because stupid people are not informed. Let's go heat. Yeah. I couldn't think of nothing else to say. <laughs>